Hey there, everyone. I'm Lou Perez, your host of the Builder Upper Show, a podcast where we talk about everything in construction and trades. Now let's get into it. I would like to welcome our guest, Tony Zignago, HR and Safety Director of the Zignago Company. Tony, how are you doing today? Doing great. How you doing, Lowe? Doing wonderful. Thank you. It's Friday. Can't complain. Looking forward to the weekend, hanging out with the family. No, oh, same here. Same here. So I appreciate you joining us. I want to know everything about the Zignago company. So tell me, tell me all about it. Sure. So we will be next season, 2024, will be our 70th in existence. So it was started by my grandpa, Pete, his brother, Vern. They then passed on to the second generation, uh, my father and a bunch of um, uncles. And then I am part of the third generation. Uh, of owners at Zignago. Um, so right now we're three corporations, Zignago Company, who I work for. We are the road building side of things and the oldest uh, of the three corps. And then we have Zignago Ready Mix, which was started in 1980. It has six permanent facilities in southeastern Wisconsin. And the newest is Zmix USA, which was an existing company, but they do portable concrete kind of across between company and Ready Mix in the central United States. So everywhere, all the way from the Canadian border down to the Mexican border. Incredible, man. So many years and generations going into the company. Maybe we can unpack that a little bit. When did you get into construction? So I, you know, besides visiting job sites and stuff, when I was a kid with my dad and, and grandpa, I worked on the road crew in college. And then after getting my master's in 09, worked, started working a year round and became an owner in and project manager in 2012 and currently am HR and safety director. So you, you went down your own road then, no pun intended, of course, on the road work. I'm sure that the job experience was absolutely crucial to being in the position that you're in today. What do you love about your career? And maybe there's different times that you loved different things. And if you could touch maybe on a couple of what you loved in the past and what you love today, that'd be great to know. Sure. So I think why a lot of people get into construction is it's one of the few industries where you can see hour by hour, day by day, week by week, you're physically, can physically see what you're producing. If you're on um, a road crew, we don't do buildings, but we've had subcontractors or other contractors work on our job sites that are making, you know, producing buildings. So you see the project. And when I was on the, the road crew, like as a laborer, for example, you would see a job and you'd be there every day for two months. Then you might not see that job for two, three months, you know, until you get to the next phase of construction. And when you would get back to, to that job, so it look completely different and, you know, traffic's on the other side and that's, you know, you could take a deteriorating piece of infrastructure and turn it into something useful, I think is what inspires so many people about road construction. And I think anybody who is you know, has family in road construction, we all subject our loved ones to stories of, you know, you were a part of this project or that project or this roadway or uh, a park or whatever a particular company does. And so my wife and children are, are long suffering hearing tales of stuff, you know, that, we, that we've worked on, that Zignago has worked on. So, but, but it's, it's, it's cool. No, that's, that's great. How many kids do you have? I have three. So I have nine and seven and then twins are seven. 
Oh, wow. You have twins too. That's great. So sharing the stories that dad, dad did that road and dad worked there. And I'm sure that those are proud stories to share with them. Yes. So they, they get excited and, you know, they don't understand the the letting process, but they are often, if they, if it's a bumpy road, they always say, well, can you just rip that up and make it concrete? So (laughs) they're fully committed on the concrete thing. You drive over a pothole and then the kids are like, come on, dad, can you go fix that for us real quick? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So is there anything that you wished you knew when you started? I think going back, you know, 15 years or so, I think my conception was you would become a subject matter expert, meaning you would know all things, but all processes Mm. and that the process, the physical process was all encompassing because a lot of my uncles, you know, were extremely knowledgeable and they had grown up in the business, maybe even more so than, than my generation. And they had gone through the same process of, you know, working on, on the road crew and then uh, taking a number of different positions as they moved into management. So I think that stayed with them. So they, they were extremely knowledgeable, the second generation. And I think the subject matter, while important, you know, wasn't all, in, is not all encompassing. You know, there's a lot of other things. It's not just the technical aspects, you know, of, of the road building. So we have, as an ownership group, we have some people that are in the field more, some in the office, some do a combination of jobs therein. So, yeah. So I'd say that is kind of, you know, if I knew back then, uh, what I know now, uh, I think just the perception that it was, you know, you could learn and then kind of memorize it. Um, but yeah, it's a, you know, it's a constantly evolution, uh, it's constantly evolving, Uh, process and you know you look to get better each day each week each year absolutely the experience alone just it it makes it that much easier over time probably going back and and what you were doing in the beginning that's definitely for sure do you guys have a lot of employees that work for you yeah so most a lot of our employees even the uh the many you know a lot of the zignagos we have a lot of employees that they are siblings they are we've had mother son we've had husband wife we've had and you know various other family members so pretty much everybody knows each other maybe not necessarily by last name but everybody knows each other we pride ourselves on, on having a strong culture and basically everybody has their niche at zignago and you know works hard and hopefully makes us a a successful company. I love that it's so family oriented. Everybody knows each other. What do you guys do for fun as far as like for your workers and everything like that? So we have last couple of years, we've done some supervisory events. So last year we did an event at Hellfare Field right next to AmFam Field, you know, by the Brewer Stadium. Oh yeah. We rented rented that out for a couple hours and we did a kickball game and, and, tailgate and whatnot we've had some like thank you for foreman and supervisors again we've had that event and then looking ahead to 2024 we are looking to do some online spirit wear some zignago dab so we'll be giving everybody like a a code all employees a code and then they can go on the website and get you know whatever type of zignago gear they want you know some guys are very particular and you wouldn't think it in a construction company, but some guys are very, very particular and can be fashionistas. <laughs> and they have to have their high vis a certain way 
or, you know, some guys love hats, some guys don't care about hats. So we have wide range, you know, of, of interest. So we're going to do that for employees in 2024, kind of going into our uh, 70th season. You'd be surprised when they kick off the work boots, what kind of apparel they want to put on then, huh? You never know. <laughs> no, that's that's really good. And it sounds like your your workers stay really happy. It seems like you guys have a, a great retention for your employee base, which is awesome. So you guys are definitely doing something right over at Zignego. I know that getting workers, especially the younger workers, is getting tougher with each passing day. Do you guys do anything, you know, unique or new or how do you recruit new workers to come into construction? So the majority of employees, uh, probably about almost 75% are employed at Zignego. They're employee referral. So they're referred by a current Zignego employee. And I, you know, whether they're related or they know, they knew them from a previous job or they, you know, know them from their community. And so we have that. And, you know, we've also had, we've also brought in some, some people from some of our associations like ABC, American Builders and Contractors of Wisconsin. Mm. We've done some events. We had an open house this January of 23 with some community organizations and ABC. So we've, we've done a number of different things. Employee referrals are by and far our most successful. And yeah, so that, that is the most reliable form of recruitment. As far as, you know, retention, we have a very low turnover rate from mm. year to year. As far as compensation, you know, we're, we pay about the top of, in our industry. So it's, you know, we always tell new employees, it's tough work, but it's hard work and tough and hard work, but you're, you're paid extremely well. And so once our employees, you know, get to a certain proficiency level, obviously, then we kind of look to promote from within. And so if somebody starts off as a labor or a truck driver, you know, they have a number of different paths, uh, whether it be concrete finisher, heavy equipment operator, foreman. So kind of like the, the ownership side of things, non-family members at Zignego have a variety of different paths based on where they start. Most people start off, started off as either a labor or a truck driver. So it's hard work, but it's also, like I said, you know, we're at the top end of the pay scale in our industry. And yeah, and so we, you know, we maintain high standards and, uh, and we all, we also pay well. So it's in general, it's a very good situation, mutually beneficial setup here at Zignego. So it sounds like you, you have programs built in to help broaden the experience and help them move up. Yeah. So for laborers or truck drivers, you, within the first three years, I would say, if somebody's showing promise, our foreman and supervisors will identify that individual and they'll let myself and the operation side know, hey, you know, so-and-so has some potential or, and an interest in a particular trade, whether it be operating or concrete finishing. We then talk to that individual and we talk to them about becoming an apprentice at ABC. And so our normal season is roughly Easter Thanksgiving. So in the winter time, just put together uh, our schedule for our apprentices with ABC. But typically they attend classes like two weeks in December, break for Christmas and New Year. And then after New Year, they have two weeks of classroom in January. And then for the uh, equipment operators, they do uh, some hands-on work late February and March. So it times out perfectly to get some education, 
they get paid to go to school for the operators they get some hands-on the finishers do it at um, wctc walkshire county technical college oh yeah and uh, we actually have two of our foremen actually teaching each of those class respective sections so one of our foremen grading foreman helps with the hands-on portion for the equipment operators and our paving superintendent actually is in charge of the the classroom and the hands-on finishing at abc so uh, it's and that's not just for our employees that's for other other companies you know are in attendance for that for that as well that whole structure kind of speaks to your business if employees are referring people to bring in to work for you that means that they're really happy right that's kind of like the overall consensus. You're not going to bring in a friend if you know that it's a it's a terrible place to work. So if you're bringing somebody in, you know that it's a great place to work. So that speaks a lot about what you're doing behind the scenes to keep all your employees moving up in this world. So props to you guys for getting that set up. That's great. No, well, thank um, you. Yeah, it's, it's, I was going to say, it's a matter of pride. So a lot of times, if a new applicant comes across via email we went to all electronic during covid the applications so mm-hmm. i'll see that you know the following morning i'll get a phone i'll get a text or a phone call from a current employee and say hey so and so applied but i only kind of know them by association i don't really know them that much so i can't really vouch for them or they'll say you know no this person you know we work side by side and this person i want to and the reason is in in construction you want you know if somebody is not performing their job duties as optimally as possible, that just makes everybody else work that much harder. And crew morale is, is a huge thing for us. Crew morale can suffer. So people are very particular about who they refer or don't refer. So it's a matter of pride, pride for them. And, you know, cause it's their reputation. And we do have some employee referral reimbursements for the current employees that refer the, the newer ones. But I th- I'd say more than anything, it's, it's really, a, it's a pride thing. And, and they want to have people that are um, hardworking and, and, and dedicated, you know, working, whether it's on their crew or another crew within the company. So they have, they have kind of like that team mentality, you can almost like compare it to sports, right? If, if somebody's slacking or anything like that, I'm sure your, your guys are up to par. You got the best of the best. They, they're on the A team. They're going to get the job done. And if anybody's kind of slowing up, I'm sure that they'll, they'll bring them up and make sure that they're getting the job done. So, I mean, that speaks to the workforce. I mean, it sounds to me like you guys probably hire some great people to work there. And it, it's, I mean, your, your business success kind of also says it all, right? You guys are successful because of the workforce that's making you successful. So that's definitely, you're putting the right people in the right place. You, you probably have a really good quarterback and a, and an O line pushing the way so that you guys can score the wins that you need to score. So that's, no. that's great. Exactly. And we, I always say in, on the management, on the management side, it's used as a quarterback, you have to use, you have to sense the pocket around you, you know, when to, when to move, when to get rid of the ball. But our field employees are our eyes and ears. They are the people out there every single day on job sites. And they are, they are the ones producing the, you know, physically doing the work. So no, we've been very blessed over the years and, and currently with the workforce that we have. Do you guys use any technology within your company? So what we do is we, I started this, my uncle started this actually, we, newsletters. So we started um, 10, 15 years ago 
he did it maybe once every six weeks on average. I do it for a number of years. I did it about once every two weeks. Now it's every week. So it has a section on safety, a section on any openings that we have, job openings. And it also has, you know, the crew, what's going on on the job. So it has different projects, you know, it'll have information. So if you reach a certain milestone, uh, you get to a certain phase or stage in a job or one project our work has wrapped up on and, and it's now, you know, finish up work for a subcontractor. We let the employees know because, you know, in, in any given year, we might have anywhere from a dozen to 20 different projects. So some employees might only see three or four jobs. Some employees might see 15. It all depends which crew they're on. But a lot, you know, a lot of times if you're, if an employee is on a particular job, they want to know, Hey, what's going on on this job? What's going on on that job? So there's a, there's a lot of that from our workforce, you know, because they, they care and they want to know what's going on on different projects they may or may not have seen. So we, so we, we, we like to communicate that. And then as far as technology, you know, a lot of people have the perception that construction is, you know, it, it's a dirty, gritty type job, which is often, but technology is, you know, in every part of it. So from uh, GPS, our, our heavy equipment side of things, GPS technology to our shop with a lot of the computerization of our equipment, obviously here in the office, project managers and in the accounting side of things. Are, you know, are constantly using technology. All of our foremen have either laptops or iPads to record hours on. Mm. And so, we, you know, we encourage that. And that is kind of their daily log, day in, day out at here at Zignago, as far as, you know, reporting quantities and whatnot. And yeah, so we, we're constantly using technology in construction. And, though, you know, increasingly we've tried to showcase that you know, when we do have job openings and, and whatnot. Modernizing the way that you go about using technology, it's it definitely can help with project management, moving things forward, handling multiple jobs at once, more than the usual. You can't do everything on paper and pen anymore, that's for sure, <laughs> and even right. keeping track. And I, I like that you guys do the newsletter. It shows that you offer transparency on what's going on within the company. You know, you guys are open. Right. That's awesome. So it's it's great for your workers to keep in the know. And do you focus on inclusion within the workforce? Oh yeah. So we're so I've been part of ABC's inclusion task for our inclusion committee oh, for the last great. couple of years. A couple of years, we've had a couple of events out in. This year was out in Pewaukee. Actually, the last two years it's been out in Pewaukee. So it hits kind of the Milwaukee metro Milwaukee area. So no. So we that group. Uh, meets monthly, at least monthly. And uh, so we have a big push for that. And Zignago in this season became, you know, actually a majority minority company. So we have a, a very diverse workforce in a number of different areas. And I uh, know we're, we're proud of that. And I think, again, the strength or the reason it, it, that works, the inclusion model works is because you know, you keep it merit-based and you look for the best, you recruit the best, you retain the best. And, you know, it, it's given back to you by your employees is what we found. It's really important. And I think that a lot of companies can, if they focused on that as well, the same way that you do, they would definitely see the, the fruits in that labor. 
where do people find Zignago? So where do, where do they find you? Sure. Where do they, where do you guys do business? I guess, is it, uh, far, it specific areas? Sure. So yeah. So Zig, Zig company, we are state of Wisconsin. Uh, we'll okay. go wherever the work is in the state of Wisconsin. Zignago ready mix is centered around Metro Milwaukee. So six locations kind of in a triangle between Kenosha, Richfield and Madison, east side of Madison. And Zemix is everywhere from, you know, central United States basically, but easiest thing to find any one of the three corporations, just go to zignago.com and there is actually a box. You can click each of the respective companies for applicants. You can go to www.zignago.com slash careers, or there's employment opportunities. Either one of them takes you to the exact same location. It will ask you a couple prompts if you were an applicant and it will, you know, basically verify you're applying to the right company. So they have some questions in that. And then you can actually, for Zig Company, you can actually read about the different positions that we typically have. So truck driver, mechanic, construction, labor, and so on and so forth. So you can read a little, a brief description about what the position entails. And, and like I said, the prompts will take you employment opportunities or careers. Either way, it takes you to the same spot and the application is hopefully pretty easy to complete. And then I, I get an electronic copy as soon as it is submitted by the applicant. I, I like that you, you, you shared all the, the HR side of things, right? You want to, you need to recruit, bring them in, you know, Zignago pays top pay. Sounds like they have a lot of opportunities, take advantage. And I think my last question to you would be for anybody new in construction, owner or employee, doesn't matter. Do you have any advice to share with them with all your experience, any advice as they get started in the construction industry? I think at the end of the day, your integrity and your reputation is what you have. So always be true to that. You know, don't compromise that. Do the right thing. Follow the laws. And you know, like I said, with our employees, it'll be given back to you and, and then some is what my my. Uh, late uncle, uh, who was the president, Peter, uh, would always say. So do the right thing. Don't compromise your integrity and you'll hopefully be successful. But more importantly, at the end of the day, you know, you live with, you live with yourself and you hold yourself accountable. So that's kind of, that's kind of our guiding principle, you know, one of our guiding principles. And hopefully like, you know, that, that makes us successful. But like I said, at the end of the day, you know, being a, being a good person, being a good team player, that's, that's what you can control. Those are good principles to have. And thank you for being a guest on the show. And everyone, please like, subscribe, comment, and share the Builder Upper Show with anyone in the construction industry. We will see you next time. Thank you.